This is All Things Psychic, a weekly podcast with two psychic mediums where we answer your questions and share our experiences about all things psychic. Send your questions to us at allthingspsychicpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at allthingspsychicofficial. Yay! She brought me oh my gosh beautiful handmade birthday gifts. Yesterday was Angelina's birthday. Oh, she's so sweet. One is um tarot cards, like they're they're vintage, and she made this like little hanging garland. Garland is so cute. It's so lovely. And then she made me a spritzer. Which which is a, like for clearing energy or spraying it on your face. And what's What's in it again? Oh, frankincense and, well, um, the base is witch hazel and um, Himalayan sea salt water oh. um, for protection and raising your vibration. Um, and then there's also frankincense and white sage. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it smells yeah. so good. So um, we're going to post that's some a, pictures for you. One. About that, because it just made me feel so loved. And her spritzer <laughs> says, you are beautiful. But she almost made me cry. Twice. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it. Okay. Just had to share. So today we are talking about altars and setting up your altar and the purpose of having an altar or a shrine and how do you dedicate it? What do you want to dedicate it to? And Angelina and I had a really exciting conversation um, because we both have such uh, different approaches to altars and also at the same time, um, the very same intention. Yeah. Which which I, I thought was, <laughs> you know, it all comes down for me. I'm like, what is my motive and what is my intention? Yeah, I had to ask you. Oh, so interesting. We'll get to it. But um, Julie, Julie is amazing. Oh my gosh. She has, um, she will explain this more, but she has like pocket altars. Oh, and, yeah. and we were talking about it and she showed it to me today. Um, and I was asking her, I, I just, I think it's amazing the reason why she made that altar. She, um, saw an article in the paper about a missing woman and was disturbed by it and made this little pocket altar to hold space for her because she wanted to like relieve herself of that burden mm. sort of and keep keep a special space yeah and so anyway talk about that that's so well, amazing was, so for one year Anytime I found an article or, you know, something written up about a person, a woman that was still missing or a woman that had just gone missing or a young girl, um, most, I think all of them in the year were 
women, uh, I would make, I'd make an altar for them. And so I had this collection of Altoid tins that I turned into altars and inside I just, you know, I put in pictures of um, Virgin Mary and lots of glitter and gold and, and just trying to protect this being that was probably so scared and, and taking, you know, my, I felt so powerless. I think it's really what it was. I felt so powerless. Yeah. And my empathy was so big and so huge. I didn't know what to do with it. And really, so I got to turn it into sympathy and, and so I made these altars and I just held space and I would light white candles, like tea lights. Mm-hmm. I, I would line up the altars and light tea lights for oh. them. And it was just something that I did um, for um, yeah about a year. And it was kind of like this pocket altar project. It's so amazing because um, I know our listeners out there are just as sensitive as we are. And, you know, you either take it and go one way or you embrace it. And I I just, I find that so beautiful. I, I'm always the person working in corporate America that can't (laughs) whip out a little altar and put it in my cubicle because I will be talked about forever. And, you know, but I, so I, I'm, I'm a person that goes the other way and just kind of goes, well, that. You know, I can't do anything about it. That's terribly sad. And I, you know, but I love how you embrace it and do something with your empathy about it and help to, um, so you don't have to carry it and you're, you're helping the space where that being is or that person and, um, wishing a healing on them. The very, absolutely, absolutely. A healing, a blessing, the very point of, you know, the show today is about being able to let go of burdens and worries and desires and concerns and, you know, have a space for them. And that can be the altar. It can have, you know, we'll talk about what it can have on it, but yeah, you know, some of the basics. Yeah. But that's basically the point, what an altar is. And, um, um, okay. I was going to ask you, where do you have altars in your house? How many do you have? And, um, well, I have like right now I have, well, I have two. I have two. My kids would probably say that I have more or that our whole house is an altar. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a big question. But um, my intentional, my in, like my main intentional altar, I have, I just have one. And okay. it's, um, it's not very big. I mean, the I'd say the, the, like the biggest piece of the altar is a salt lamp. Mm-hmm. that I turn on mm-hmm. um, and then I have because I feel like the salt not only absorbs um, my intentions it absorbs negative energy but it also absorbs you know worries and mm-hmm. concerns and yeah. they are they're an amazing tool all themselves you know right. all on their own um, to have a salt lamp and then I have crystals in front of the salt lamp mm-hmm. and they um, then are cleansed 
by oh. the salt, by the ions oh, that yeah. come off of the salt lamp. And the ions cut dust too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they help with allergies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're calming. So I have a space where I'll, t I'll turn on. When I turn on the salt lamp, um, I will then um, set, set an intention. Sometimes um, I'll have a bowl and I will write um, things on strips of paper. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Worries that mm -hmm. I have mostly yeah. that I don't want to carry. Very similar to, you know, to having like a worry box. for a missing woman that I don't know and I don't know how to help her. Right. Um, I will write that concern down on a piece of paper. Yeah. So that's kind of the point of having a little space or an altar. It doesn't have to look religious or anything it just has to serve a purpose for you um that and feels sacred that feels sacred and, and like different than the ordinary area of your home right a place that, that you can um set an intention for your worries or things you can't answer um like um I, I was laughing because you said the kids would say your whole house is well <laughs> I, that's how I feel about my house, like yeah, I have, you have your setup. <laughs> uh, well, the living room on the mantle above the fireplace has mm -hmm. all my crystals, and I am always making sure that it's dusted and they're charged and clean, and everybody's not too close to each other. <laughs> and then you know, I have a little space in the kitchen that I rotate things around, um, and sometimes I just put things there for intention. You know, like to just bring joy into the kitchen or something, bring a new flower or plant. Or I do things like move my plants around. I know that's not necessarily like an altar, but each little spot has some meaning for me. And then in my room on my dresser, that is my zone. Mm -hmm. I have that's where my second altar is. Yeah, that gets changed out. Um, I try to make sure there's not a lot of clutter or dust. And then, um, I will completely move, you know, take everything off and put everything back every now and then. Usually I'll go the moon cycle. So starting on the new moon, um, I will go ahead and take a piece of paper and write down all my intentions that I want to happen for manifest manifesting on the full moon. And I just consciously think about everything that I want to happen on that piece of paper, things I can't achieve right now, like get a new job. You know, um, or like heal a relationship with someone or, um, you know, wishing good health on someone or something I want for myself, fold it up, put it under a candle, change everything out, put little flowers on there and just keep it there until the full moon. And then pull your note out and read it and see where you are. I think that is, it's such a powerful way to manifest. It's also yeah. a great way to practice trusting. Yes. And letting go. Letting go. Is so, so much of the time we want to uh, know the outcome right away. It's, yeah. I feel especially now more so in, in like our digital age with like we have information that comes to us so quickly yeah. and you know often 
you know, people, I know that I've been used as like, you know, well, <laughs> you know, so tell me the information, you know, right. you're, you're a psychic, you know, they want to use me as if I'm just like another Google search. And <laughs> there's, there's a lot of value in not knowing how hey, many Google. times, right? <laughs> how many times have you heard like, oh, I'm so glad this didn't turn out how, you know, I thought it was going to, and right. this is so much better. So altars are a way that you can really practice setting intention mm -hmm. and letting go and trusting mm -hmm. that there's going to be something um, bigger that is, you know, steering the car. Yeah, <laughs> They're exactly. behind the wheel. No, I like what you said about letting go because um, a lot of our anxiety just comes from not knowing and you know, with psychic intuition, intuition and everything, um, we do learn to read ourselves and we learn to read others and we get little tidbits along the way, but, um, you know, they're just like little pushes in the right direction to keep us on our path to learn. And I think a lot of our purpose here on the planet is just to, learn lessons that we've asked to learn. So, um, yeah, it's like a slow moving manifestation center, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, they do. Like, so when, when you set up, when I all say this, when I set up my altar, I make sure that everything that goes on it mm -hmm. has been cleaned. Yeah. It's cleansed. Clean. You know, um, I, I like having plants on my altar. Mm hmm. I too switch mine out about monthly mm -hmm. um, just to kind of change up some, it feels like stagnant energy yeah, it does. otherwise. And so yeah. I like to, um, you know, I also, well, I like to change it up not only monthly, but then also bring in different things um, for the season. Oh, you definitely. Know, spring flowers. Yeah. Or, you know, or, I'll have some eggs on my altar. Like, oh, oh what, what's going to hatch this month? <laughs> oh, and yeah. No, that's so good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's about it as like, huh, I wonder, you know, I remember when my mom would put out like, you know, almost like these corner decorations. And I'm uh -huh. like, I wonder if that's like kind of like how she imaged her <laughs> own altars, you know, like right. how do other people. Yeah you know, have, have altars. And often we, you know, we may not have what are I, a picture of what, how we picture an altar in our head. Like it has mm -hmm. a deity, it has candles, it right. has incense, like, you know, is this an altar? The Catholic but, yeah, right. But you could have a stack, you could have a stack of old books or like, you know, a stapler and you could have things that represent, you know, a really something sweet teacher or knowledge mm -hmm. and something that you want to call in. Right. It can be very personal and it can also be, you know, it really can be whatever you want it to be, as mm -hmm. long as you have the intention. Give the altar the intention of, yeah. of what you want. Exactly. Um, elements also are something that I bring into my altar, like the element of air. Oh. If I want things to lighten up. How do you up, do that? By bringing in, like, feathers. <laughs> oh. 
you know, um, she's putting air in a mason jar. <laughs> no feathers, incense. Oh, of um, course. Wind chimes. <laughs> yes. Things that represent air. Air. Okay. Um, yeah. On the altar, um, you know, fire. Of course, you can do like red candle, red colored stones. Carnelian's a good one to have. Mm-hmm. Ruby, um, a figurine of a dragon. If you're calling oh. in like some strength or some power. Interesting. Um, for water, you could have a blue candle, some shells, or a bowl of water. A bowl of water. Yeah. Or a bowl of grain. Grain? Sometimes, yeah, for bringing food. Or... Oh, I'm like serious. That. No, yeah. No, I like that. Well, uh, we had a, a hand fasting ritual when we got married, and um, we are supposed to have a bottle of, or a, a bowl of water and a bowl of grain just to represent all the elements, and then... A candle and maybe grain was the earth. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, just anything. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, and earth, green candle, stones. Mm-hmm. Yes, bowls of um, grain, rice, something very harvested grounding. from yeah, the earth. <laughs> harvested. Yeah. Uh, potted plants, um, marble or ceramic statue. Oh yeah, um, can represent earth. So having. Um, some some of the elements in there. Um, again, depending upon you know what it is that you want your intention to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just have angels. And um, on mine. I'm happy to share a picture of um my altar right now, so we can post that later on Instagram. And then we also have a picture of Julie's um pocket <laughs> altar. <laughs> For, for missing ladies. It's like the sweetest thing I've ever seen. It's like, it's almost heartbreaking to look at it. It's just so beautiful and moving. Well, um, Angelina and I were talking about, you know, how do we set intentions for the collective and how do we, you know, take this work that we're doing to help others and, and in what ways do we want to help others? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, having, you know, our own altar that mm-hmm. we kind of come to and set our intention, whether it's like before, and we do, we ground before each show, I was going to say set an intention. Oh, yeah, you totally. Know, for our podcast, um, that it reaches the people that, you know, need to hear need it the to most. Hear it, yeah. And, and those that, um, you know, need support. Mm-hmm. And so having an altar space is, um, it's just kind of that sacred little spot where you get to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, give it a shot. Um, take a picture of yours if you create one for the first time or if you have one going. Um, send it in and let us know. You know, um, I was going to say another <laughs> another thing to be responsible about with your altars is... Oh. You know, if there's an area of your home where the energy runs really high, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like that high traffic area mm-hmm. that, you know, if that is your altar space, you can manipulate the energy moving forward. You know, don't have fire on your altar if it's oh, um, right. an energetically high space already. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to burn things out. And and so use your altar as a way to also to be able to bring harmony in your home, to call in what it is um, 
that you want for your home. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't always have to be, you know, this altar is set, you know, to help someone else. Um, it can have all sorts of purposes. Yeah, it can. Um, now, speaking of that, I had a Buddha statue at my door. So when you came in, um, within a few feet, you would run into it. And then around it were candles and sometimes flowers and stones and things. Um, and so many people would end up unintentionally touching it with their feet or something. And it it just wasn't, it wasn't, it was beautiful, but it wasn't working there. And I moved it and it, it's just like, it fills up this whole other part of the house. It's, it's so perfect for it. Yeah. But that's a really good point too. Like if it's, if it's not working right there, um, then move it. Um, or shift what you have on the altar. You know, if you mm -hmm. have a sluggish space, yeah, you know, you, you want to then, you know, put some fire energy in there, put a dragon on there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually, um, like, um, from what I know of feng shui, when you open your door, you should be able to see yourself in the mirror, a reflection, or have some little offering or altar there. So I had, that was my reasoning. I wanted that to be welcoming people, like, to set the intention for the home. But it, it, it turned out to be really high energy with the mirror and Buddha oh, yes. and the candles and everything. It was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like. Totally Did you just like open up the porthole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just- well, and as important as setting up the altar is when you take it down, I do a closing out. ceremony as well you know and I I close out and I thank um, my guardians my ancestors my guides for helping me you're so sweet I don't even do that I'm like well throw that on the bed time to make a new one oh my god I can't imagine why it's not working for you Just as you would if you were, you know, setting an intention, you know, you close out the altar at the end of the month and, Mm -hmm. and have, feel that gratitude, have gratitude and, and give thanks for how you were helped. Mm -hmm. And so when you focus on gratitude and when you focus on the thanks, it more comes. Yeah. So you know, true. focusing on the positive brings in more positive. more positive. Yeah. And if you focus on the negative, it brings in more negative. That's and it, why it you, really is that simple. It is. Yeah. And that's why the altar is helpful because you can place your troubles, your worries, your fears on there and just let them rest. And I do want to say that I, I do close out my altar by, um, I take the intention letter list I wrote. Okay. And I burn it. So, of course, everyone, be careful about where you're burning things. <laughs> um, we have a fire pit out back, and I use that. Um, nice. I do have a really funny story, though. <laughs> okay, I have a funny story about my sister. She lived in this apartment on, like, the third floor. 
And she would also set intentions with letters and then burn them when she, when it was done, her intention period. And she one time <laughs> took like a, a board she had that was a shelf and put a, a large pot on the end and took her intention letter and set it on fire, threw it in the pot and stuck it out the window oh. so it could burn. And there was a patio below and the whole thing fell crashing down. So uh, she just, <laughs> she was horrified. <laughs> Nothing got on fire. Everything was fine. And her pot had a really big dent in it. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do that. Like, okay. you can, you can so, like saturate it with water and disintegrate it and throw it in your garbage and just say, thank oh, you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Something like that. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. It's a way, that is a way of closing out though, is burning and, yeah. and fires and then the ash and what, you know, spreading the ash somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Thanking the great spirits for um, blessing the space that um, they helped with. Yes, and helps you tune in more. I know it's it's just it's lovely. It's it's so lovely to have it, and it's when you have a chaotic life or a busy life or you know things on your mind. It's nice to have just one you know, one area that feels calming and soothing. Yeah. So yeah, it should definitely feel comfortable. Your ultra basics can be a life plant, a candle, a statue, Incense, a picture, a, a picture of a departed loved one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Crystals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Objects that you like. Okay. We have a question. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Um, we have a question from Hillary, uh, from Portland, Oregon. Oh my gosh. I know. It's really exciting. Okay. Here it is. I have this idea of who I want to be. I spend a lot of time visualizing becoming the person I want to be, but I'm still not there. When will I reach my full potential? I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Okay. So... A couple of things that I'm picking up on right away. Okay. One is that I want to tell Hillary everything is already okay. There's nothing that you need to do to become a better person than you are. Like you are a being of light right now. And when you step into that knowing it has such a huge impact on the people around you that there's, there's nothing else that you, you need to do in this moment. We, you know, we all have already arrived mm -hmm. and yeah, I would, I mean, and then the other part that comes through, you know, connect with your guides, ask your guides for permission. Um, to assist you. They need your permission because you have a very strong willpower. 
<laughs> is what I'm picking up on. And so your guides need your permission. Um, so you can just say, you know, I give permission to my guides to assist me with showing me some next steps to take to, you know, lead me on a different career path to, you know, step into, me, yeah, step into my strength and step into my power. Oh, yeah. That's Guides, so angels, departed loved ones that have mm -hmm. passed on, they all need permission to operate because um, the law of will and that we oh, wow. we have the last say. Oh, so she so, needs to open up for permission. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's beautiful. They are ready and willing to assist you, Hillary. Oh, okay. So. I'm going to look. Oh my God, there's my ringtone. I'm getting a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll record this for you. It's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Such a sweet question. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh I see this being as just so full of uh, love and light and creative energy and like um, just goodness. Like people are just trying to grab onto that flame she has. Um, um, Let's see here. You know, I see effervescent. Like it's effervescent, effervescent on it the is. inside. Look, like it's purple. Oh my gosh. Look at it's that. Like, it's like this bubbly, effervescent, like passionate. It is. And, it's and, super and creative. And you don't need to harness the energy. You get to share the energy. Yeah. Um, okay. So what I'm seeing is like. What is that card? Knight it's of the Wands? Knight of Wands. Like she doesn't. Um, hmm. Let's see. She thinks that she has, you think you have to do something to make everything happen. Like you have to like have some sort of status or like a piece of paper that says you've earned it or something like that. Um, and I'm seeing you don't need that. You don't need to look anywhere else for anything. You have everything you need right now. And then I'm I'm also seeing love and um, uh, this you can you can manifest everything you're looking for in the power of love love in your relationships with people um, I'm talking like work people your partner your relationships you have now uh, that is. That's the vehicle that is available to you right now to manifest.